And good Thursday afternoon, Prescott. Welcome to Prescott E-News Prescott Talks. My name is Glenn Martin, and we've been doing several shows uh, how the community's been coping along with uh, the COVID and being isolated in our homes. And um, I was talking with Anne-Marie Ward, who is my guest today, and we were speaking about what it's like to be campaigning during this uh, pandemic that we're experiencing where she can't have large crowds or anything. So uh, it seems like social media is certainly the answer to a lot of that. But uh, without any further ado, I'd like to introduce, if you've not known, I can't imagine you wouldn't know, Anne-Marie Ward running for U.S. Congress. And Anne-Marie, um, yeah, the question on the table is, what's it like to be running for your office during COVID and all the restrictions that we're following? Well, thank you for having me today, Glenn. I sure. always enjoy being here. And I would really say that we have shifted from campaigning over to doing work for the community. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I'm gonna run through everything that we've been working yeah, on. Please do. But the whole reason that I even ran for office is because this is my hometown. Mm -hmm. This is my community. I love these people. This is my state and we need better. And so that's why I ran. And now looking at this COVID crisis, it's no different. These are our family, our friends, these small businesses that are struggling. This is the heartbeat of our state, of our communities. Yeah. And so our team, we have the luxury of being very well connected in District 4. As you know, before COVID hit, every day we were somewhere new in the district. Right. And we were the road warriors. You were the, where's Waldo? Group? Where is Waldo? And Waldo <laughs> yeah. is everywhere. Right, you were. Um, and so we had spent over 35,000 miles driving in the mm -hmm. district. And what that translated to when COVID hit is we had thousands of connections. Mm -hmm. And these people were calling us saying, hey, this is what's going on, our, going on in our community. Right. Can you help? Can you use your platform to talk about it? Can you help connect us to other people in other communities where mm -hmm. we could share these resources, where we could do something? And then our team said, hey, what do we have? What special skills? What, you know, just being warm bodies, what can we do? We are not in a high risk population. Mm -hmm. We can get out and probably do a lot. And what we found out, Glenn, was our communities thrive on volunteers. Mm -hmm. We are very giving communities in Arizona. You, boy, we have, you hit it. We yes, are. We are. We take care of our own. We have mm -hmm. very good uh, resources here, but they are dependent on volunteers. Mm -hmm. And our volunteers, on average, are older. Yeah. They have the time. They're not working during the day. And what that meant when COVID hit is they were not getting out to volunteer because they were staying at home right. where they needed to be to follow yeah. those guidelines. Sure. And so we found out that here in Prescott, our community cupboard that hands out food, we're desperate to have people. And so we dove in with them and we're going back again this week. In fact, I believe we'll be there tomorrow mm -hmm. um, helping them. And they said, can you please help us get the word out that we need more people, anybody mm -hmm. that can come down. And so we were doing that. And then we started reaching out more and finding out that, hey, our local hospital, they need all hands on deck there, but they didn't have enough PPE they didn't have the equipment that they needed. Mm -hmm. And so they had material that another group, an amazing group down in Tucson was sewing the masks. Oh, yeah. And they needed that, that material transported all the way down to Tucson. And we said, we'll do it. Yeah. We're used to being the road warriors. So we picked up that material from the hospital, drove down to Tucson. Our team picked it up again. We dropped it off this morning. They had four giant trash bags full of masks mm. for our 
hometown heroes, our yeah. doctors and our nurses, to have what they need. Yesterday, we were out in Lake Havasu City. They were short on volunteers of handing out. They have some great programs. One is um, their food bank delivers to our sen their seniors mm -hmm. because, of course, those seniors are much higher risk. Correct. They don't need to be out. And so we dropped off some food for them, made sure that they were all taken care of, and they were so grateful because we often look at the macro picture, but at the micro level, even having a meal to eat yes. is huge. Yeah. And so making sure that those essential services had the support, the volunteers that they needed, and we're gonna be in Yuma next week, so we are just all over saying we'll fill the gap. And that's the kind of leadership we need. A piece I wanna share with you, an interesting, mm -hmm. <clears throat> One of the most interesting moments, yesterday afternoon, we were working with the Hospitality Foundation and they brought together a whole bunch of restaurants out in Mojave County of, in Lake Havasu saying, these restaurants will give meals to our hospitality workers that are out of a job mm -hmm. because that area just lives sure. on tourism, right? And so these families would come in and they would get their vouchers. And so we we're logging them in yesterday and I can't tell you how many people were just ashamed to be there. Mm -hmm. And they said, look, this is the first time in my life that I have ever yeah. accepted help. I have worked every day since I was 15, yeah. since I was 16, but I can't feed my family right now. You know, then we had businesses come in that said, husband and wife, they started this business. It's been there for 10 years, but they've now been out of work for so long. They have four kids at home. Sure. They can't feed them. Yeah. And so... It's the reality of how do we translate leadership into actual action? Mm -hmm. And that's what we wanted to show with our campaign is, yes, we want to win. Yeah. To do that, you need to campaign. Mm -hmm. But in the reality of it, why did you run? Yeah. Because you care. Gotcha. And so you need to show that you care. And for us, this was it. This yeah. was a way to use our team. It's a great way to show. And by the way, if you're watching right now, we are live. It's about 20 after 1 <laughs> on a Thursday. So if you have a question, just write it down in the comment area and we'll give it to Anne-Marie to answer. But, um, uh, you know, again, and you can see how we're set up. We're, we're, six feet. we're six feet from apart each other. And so we are following the guidelines. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you hit something that, that really kind of, uh, got to me is people who are prideful and they, and, and this is a time that they need help. Yes. And, you know, I got to tell you, Anne-Marie, I went, I had to go to Costco the other day, mm -hmm. ran out of toilet paper. They had it, <laughs> had to go get it. But anyway, um, went over to Costco and it saddened me to walk around Costco to see all the people in masks mm -hmm. and gloves. And, you know, this is my America. Right. And it, it hurts. It hurts to see something like this happening, but I'm so proud of the way that we have responded to it responsibly, mm -hmm. most of us, and, and people volunteering that, you know, for somebody who is in, in need, don't hesitate to reach out. We, yes. People yes. understand. We know what you're going through. Mm -hmm. We understand it. We're here to help. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of us, you know, uh, you, you are on social media. If you haven't joined Anne-Marie's uh, Facebook site, she does have a Facebook site. She has a website, and then Rob's putting it up right now, so you're all, you're all good to go. Yep. But um, please uh, reach out, and, yes. and she can guide you if you feel like you need to volunteer somewhere. Yes, there's you all know, kinds she's of She's got the connections and people who are coming to Anne because she is in a leadership position. I mean, she's not even elected yet. 
okay? But you are in a leadership position. You are a leader within our community. A lot of people know you. They know your face. They know what you stand for. Mm -hmm. And they're going to reach out for you uh, to, to help. And, and, and with your guidance, you can direct them if you feel like volunteering. By all means, get out there and volunteer. We, there's a lot of help that needs to be needed. Yes, there are a lot of opportunities. In fact, we've had people reach to us and say, hey, can you come down and help here? Mm -hmm. We'll be at the Salvation Army because people reached out and said, we need some extra help. We're delivering hundreds of boxes. And so we will help connect you. And if you need help, please reach out because yeah. we do have connections in every community. Right. And so we can do that. Another fun thing we've done, mm -hmm. which most people know me in videos as I'm Anne Marie Ward. I'm a Republican running for the United States Congress, right? You've heard this spiel so many times. And I times. approve this message. And I approve this message. <laughs> but um, before this, I was in business. But before that, I was a middle school math teacher. Yeah. And so I taught at Glassford Hill Middle School and Coyote Springs, which I actually went to Glassford Hill when I was in school. And so one of the things that we were hearing from parents all over the district and a lot of grandparents that are caring for their their grandkids at home was hey teaching from home is not easy mm -hmm. and the subject that is the worst is the most hated math right yeah. nobody likes yeah. math i loved math and you are the math teacher <laughs> so i, I saw used, that right? i'm like you going this? you know <laughs> Anne she likes math and that's very cool i did <laughs> you I can did. tutor me right I, now because i'm like what <laughs> we'll set up the whiteboard I, well i was looking at the whiteboard trying to figure out what the heck you were talking about <laughs> But anyway, I'm so, sorry. No, that's okay. So what Glenn is talking about is, so I was a middle school math teacher and the parents that we've heard from said the hardest subject we're teaching at home is math because how many, how long has it been since we divided mixed numbers? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just, these are things we don't do usually, you know, find the area circumference of a circle, Yeah. you know? So if you're fortunate and your parent or grandparent is really into that, they might know that. Um, but we said, okay, we'll help you out. We'll start a series of math lessons every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 1030 in the morning. You send in your request of what you want me to cover and we'll cover it. And so parents have sent us in these topics and we're covering it. And now it's going statewide because yeah. I had some friends that I knew um, years ago in Page. And he messaged me this morning and he said, hey, I just wanted to let you know my kids have been watching your math lessons uh -huh. and it's saving us oh, to good. get them through. Yeah. And so that, you know, whatever, I would strongly encourage everyone, whatever skills you may have, let's find a way to yeah. use those. We don't want our kids to fall behind during this crisis mm -hmm. and they don't have to. You know, we can get creative, come up with ways to help them. We all have a skill or a resource that we can use to help because you were right when you said, this is my America, mm -hmm. it is our America. Yeah. And Americans are known for coming together, overcoming yeah. and coming out better on the other side. You're right, you're right. Very much we will so. come out on the better side, Always. a stronger and a better America. I don't. I Always. believe that with all fiber in my, in my being. So you kind of talked about your, your tutorials. How would somebody listening to the show right now go, you know what, I could really use that right now. <laughs> how would they get, how would they find out about your, your tutorials? So our tutorials happen every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 1030 on our Facebook page that is the Anne Marie Ward for Congress. Now, if for some reason you have a hard time finding that, you can reach out through our website and click the Facebook link. It'll take you right there 
and that's annemarieforcongress.com. So it's easy to get in there. Yeah. And we also keep a running list from everywhere of other resources. Mm -hmm. And so we have not only those tutorials, but if you need help with a small business, right. I know right now today the big talk is, hey, we've run out of money for right. the PPP loans. What do we do? You know, and we've seen the president really do a great job of stepping up and saying, don't delay. Let's get, you know, the three and a half. Let's move forward with this and get more money into this because our small, small businesses need that help. Mm. And here are the resources. Here's what's going on. And we really keep our finger on the pulse of that. Sure. And so if somebody has a question about those, we'll help direct you around. I know our Chamber of Commerce has done a great job about sending out information. And so no matter what, somebody yeah. has an answer. So right. reach out. Yeah, great, great, great deal. You know, uh, you bring up the fact that you're on Facebook and you've got these things going live. I think we've all learned a whole lot in the last month or so about social media. Yes. And how social media works and how we're, I mean, my wife works for Matt Force, so she was on, uh, I think it was Meetup Today or, or one of those programs. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to go on FaceTime. And for a guy like me, I'm, yeah. Admit I'm the technological dinosaur. Rob, my producer, helps me out a whole lot, a lot of things. So, um, but I've really kind of gotten much better at FaceTime and and Zoom and some of these other programs that, you know, I'm visiting with my friends who I haven't seen for a while. Yes. Some of them in California even, but my local friends that we go to dinner with and we don't get to see each other for the last month, and it's nice to just have that friendly voice and be able to talk so it is you know again these are the things that you know everybody you, people like you can help others acquire that type of knowledge and and it is yeah. and they're simple platforms yeah. and it's something hey a dinosaur can do it <laughs> okay I, I used to be a caveman but i don't have enough hair left but, you know, but you're not a dinosaur <laughs> but, I'm a dinosaur, and I, I and admittedly so. You know, I, I never explored a lot of these these different programs, and I'm finding you know kind of a whole new world. I'm forced to find a whole new world, right? But it's not a bad thing, right? They're no, it's not. To use, it's absolutely not. And there's so, and that's one of the pieces is that we want people to stay connected mm -hmm. because it can get very isolating to mm -hmm. or very feeling very mm -hmm. isolated to be at home all the time. Mm -hmm. And something that we found was very interesting is. People kept messaging us saying, I know you can't do a town hall or, you know, a meet and greet in our community right now because of, you know, these six foot requirements and these numbers of, of people in a group. Is there a way that you could still talk to us in real time? Yeah. Because for so long, we have seen politicians polished by a full team. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they are regurgitating whatever it is that right. this team has put out. You watch them at different hours and it's the same message, exactly. it's the same talk. Exactly. You know? exactly. And they want to have you mm -hmm. on the spot and yeah. see who is this person yeah. really. You know, in our district, everyone knows I'm running against, you know, an incumbent, Paul mm -hmm. Gosar. And yesterday we hosted our first uh, Facebook Live that was a new series we're starting called Real Talk with Anne Marie, yeah. where it is these virtual town halls meet and greets and we had people log in and they kept saying over and over we never see paul gosar yeah. ever he's not yeah. here he's not accessible he's not available we want to know mm -hmm. who is this person that wants to represent us who mm -hmm. what are you doing why are you doing it what do you think can i share with you what i think mm -hmm. and it needs we need to put that kind of representation 
back. And yeah. so that social media is key to really leveraging those relationships and saying, we can still, even if we're six right. feet apart, right. Right. we can be this close right. using these virtual platforms to really make progress. And that's something that you're right. It's an eyes wide open moment where we may be forced into it, but it's a good thing. And it's going to happen a lot more even after this is yes. over with. Once the, you know, the CDC and the recommendations are yes. to start coming back and start socializing again, I, you know, here's a Glenn's prediction. We're going to see a lot more virtual town hall meetings yes. with our, with our representatives and we're going to be better at it. We're going to be better to watch it. And we should be because mm -hmm. we live in such a fast paced world now that we've often disconnected ourselves from policy, right. but during COVID we've seen how much policy or where we're behind on it impacts our communities, especially in rural Arizona. So they come forward and they say, all the kids are gonna learn from home. <clears throat> well, let me tell you in district four, Glenn, there are so many communities that don't have rural broadband. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How yeah. do you do online school? Mm -hmm. You know, I was a teacher. You would be preparing paper packets. When I taught at Glassford Hill, I had almost 200 students tracking that mm. and trying to make sure they're getting what they need, that would have been impossible, especially yeah. in these communities without reliable broadband. Mm -hmm. It's 2020. Mm -hmm. We should have moved long past this. You yeah. know, that is for education, telemedicine, telemedicine. Mm -hmm. Look how far we could be. Yes. Our rural healthcare systems are decades behind where we need to be. Mm -hmm. Not enough practitioners to cover what we need. So COVID hits. How do they handle a crisis on top of a crisis? Mm. You know, we haven't called it a crisis, but it's been a very quiet crisis where in Prescott, we're very fortunate. Mm -hmm. We have a great healthcare system. We don't have a lot of gaps, although we do know that a lot of people have to travel to Phoenix mm -hmm. to get the care they need from veterans to specialists of where they have to go. We needed work. And this has really shown a light on let's get where we need to be. Mm -hmm. Let's a lot less talk, a lot more action. It opened our eyes, forward. hasn't it? Very eye opening. Yeah. You know, the president today said, this is why we're tired of career politicians. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Because it's a game to them, yeah. but it's our real lives. Yeah. And it very obvious is a game. I mean, I see things that, you know, different quotes and, and from the Democrats and some of the politics they still want to play. In the middle of a national emergency, in the middle of a crisis, yeah. um, we want to sit and play these different games. And it's just... It's just too bad, and I think people are fed up. And that's probably, and oh, yeah. no doubt, I mean, we see where people stand with Congress and why their ratings are so low right now. Right. It's because we see it. It's the same thing with the media, Anne-Marie. I yes. watched this, the media, you know, on Facebook, I put a, a, a mime up with President Trump saying, is there any more questions? And all the CBS guys and everyone all look like they've been lit on fire, you know, but it's, it, but it's true. I watch it and I, and I see some, I see the questions and they're so front loaded yes. that things that we never saw before, before the president came along and confronted it, you know, I mean, he would, they asked these questions. Okay. So we've got 200,000 people dead. How do you feel you've done Mr. President? I mean, you, you can't help but see how front-loaded these questions are. And he calls them out on it. That's a horrible question. That's a horrible way to ask that question. Right. And we're finally starting to see it because we've been so desensitized and we have not been able to recognize it. Finally, we got a guy who stands up and says, this isn't the way it should be. Right. And that's kind of like why you're running right now. Right. This isn't the way it should be. This is my idea and this is going forward. Right. And it's not because... 
This whole country was founded off of hardworking Americans with an American spirit, mm -hmm. long before we know what the American spirit was, of people who have integrity, of who do their best, who are willing to fight for a set of ideals and values because that is who we are. Mm -hmm. And those loaded questions, I see that. when yeah. I'm. So when I was out speaking yes. in public, right. and I would go to different group meetings, there was always one person who didn't care that it, their question didn't have to do with an issue that affected our daily lives. They wanted to start a fight. And they may have been on the far left, they may have been a liberal, they may have been one of these disenfranchised Republicans, but they would ask a question that had nothing to do with anything else just to see if they could get something going. And I thought right there, that's the culture we're changing, right. is that you want to start a fight mm -hmm. and the people that suffer when all that time and money is taken away from solving the problems is us, yeah. our families, the people that live in this district, we're changing that. And you're right, the president's done that of, no, no, enough yeah. of that. We yeah. need to get back to what matters, why it matters, start working together on it, quit these divisive, angry, hateful behaviors. You know, all the argumentative hype gets us nowhere. You know, hard work and diving in gets us where we need to go. Time to represent the people that exactly. put you here. Exactly, exactly. And then there's a time when you need to go back to the farm. Because, I mean, I sit there and I look at some of these people like, you know, they've been in politics all their life. Oh. And now all of a sudden they're going to fix everything. Yeah. You, know, you know, we were talking before we came on air and I'll bring it up. Joe Biden. How long has he been in politics and now he's got all the answers? Isn't it amazing? Right. It's like a great awakening. But, uh, well, speaking of awakening, he needs to wake up a little bit I more. But we won't go there. We're not going to Biden bash. It's too, it's too, uh, it's a... It's a <laughs> I'll just stop but, right there. But you're, you're right. It's a, it's a, it's a you, target rich area that we could go into there, but well, we'll stop. You hit, uh, you hit the nail on the head. We've seen these people there that are there for 10 years, 20 mm. years, 30 years, 38 years, mm -hmm. I think is what you said. What have you done? Mm -hmm. We've gotten comfortable with you there, mm -hmm. but what have you done? And then if somebody should challenge you, then all of a sudden you hop up and you have the answers and you dig some things around and said, well, I wrote a letter for this and I supported that. Yeah. And, but what did you solve? Yeah. What did you do to make our daily What's your lives end product? better? Exactly. Where's the end product? You know, yeah. I came out of business. Yeah. We want to see where are you? What, mm -hmm. what are your top three goals you're working on? Mm -hmm. What are you doing to move those exactly. forward? At any point in time, someone in my district should be able to say, Anne-Marie, what are you working on for my community? Mm -hmm. where, where are you at on it? Here's what we're doing. Yeah. These are the top needs. Am I missing something? Is there, you know, is there something going on? And that's what people appreciate so much about this campaign is it's not me as a person, right. it's us as a people mm -hmm. saying, this is the person that lives down the road from me, yeah. that shops in the stores that I do. My kids are going to go to school in the districts in our district. And that's what makes such a difference between myself and the incumbent yeah. of, you live in Flagstaff. You've never moved here. You've never been a part of this community. You haven't ever produced results for this community. Their eyes are wide open, especially during COVID when you're totally absent and your opponent is everywhere mm -hmm. because this is my home. Mm -hmm. This is my state. And yes, I'm going to step up and help take care of it and do my part alongside everyone else who is. You know, it's not, hey, my team has gone above and beyond. It's my team's done our part because everyone else is doing our part. Gotcha. And the incumbent, Paul Gosar, has been nowhere. And it's eyes wide open for people. They want to see leadership who gets the people. It's the same way when the president said, quit goofing around on this money. 
let's get this money to these small businesses. Mm -hmm. Don't add in all your fluff. Mm -hmm. Let's just get yeah. what needs to be done, done. The Kennedy Center. Yeah, right? Yeah. We do. Yeah. And they're doing it now yeah, with absolutely. this PPP. You know, the, the president says, look, the, the Republicans get it. The coffers are empty. It's, it's working. They need more help. This is the backbone to our economy. Mm -hmm. It is. We have to fix it. Dive in. And here we see on the left again them saying, well, we can pad it with this and this mm. and that. No. no. Nope. We're done with it. We're done with the games. Um, and it's good to see leadership and the people opening their eyes and saying, it is. we get it. Yeah. We really get we it. We see it. You know? Yeah. And it's good also to see during this crisis, you know, getting creative because we're looking around us. It's not about us anymore mm -hmm. because we're often accused of being a very me-focused society, mm -hmm. right? Um, of people picking up food. We picked up donuts from Outlaw. They needed help keeping their small business going. We dropped yeah. them off at the hospital with a thank you for your going above and beyond. A yeah. lot of people have isolated themselves from their family mm -hmm. in the healthcare industry away from their children, their spouse, so that they don't transmit COVID. Right. And it's good to see that people all over are dropping off meals to workers and hey, thank you. And yep. we've become much more community focused. And we see that on social media. You know, yes. uh, Anita, uh, who runs uh, uh, the foodie, Prescott Foodies, I believe it is. You know, we, we're constantly putting out what we can do to help our small business yes. and our communities, buying, you know, gift cards right now, getting takeout. Takeout. Uh, one of the things I made a commercial for Scooters down the street I thought was really cool. Uh, Scooters Coffee is relatively new in Prescott. All the tips that the baristas are getting, they're, they're donating to other baristas that don't have the ability to get tips. Uh, Barry over at El Gato Azul, same thing. He's very community oriented in starting different community projects. Mm -hmm. My gosh, I went to the, the store. I was reading, you can't find yeast. And here Barry is, if you want a yeast starter, come on over. We'll get you going. I mean, you know, mm -hmm. baking seems to be the big deal right now. You're at home and yep. I see a lot of new recipes coming out. <laughs> and can hardly wait till the gym's open. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm, I'm there. Ago. I'm there with you. I'm like, man, I man, do I ever need a treadmill? But <laughs> this outlaw donut's awesome. But anyway, I know, but uh, I know. but you hit that. But I mean, there's things that we can laugh about. We try to make it the best of what yes. our situation is. Yes. Um, but again, I want to go back to you know, if you if you feel the, the the urge that you know, and you're and you're not one of the high risk people, mm -hmm. and feel comfortable in doing a volunteer. By all means, reach out. There's yes. communities and areas that you can volunteer. Uh, if you if you are in need, absolutely. I, I I love our community. I watched on it was a Prescott uh, site again. A lady put on there that she was in her 70s and she takes care of somebody that's well in their 80s. And they were running low on food and toilet paper and, and products. Mm -hmm. She was willing to buy it from somebody if they would if they had it. And I mean, it was like over a hundred hits with people saying, I'll be there. Exactly. That's, that's the stuff, you know, that yeah. just it gets yeah. you because that's our community. That's yep. a real community. That's the mm -hmm. people that, that we see up and down the streets. Not yep. so much the people that are out there giving the fake news. And, yep. and that's another issue that we see a lot of Anne-Marie during this time is all the, the fake stuff I read on Facebook. It, don't listen to a friend of a friend of a friend who says this is how many people are sick or this doomsday 
There's so many sources out there that we can go to. Uh, the, the Yavapai Health Department, for one. Yeah. I mean, I go right to the source. I can see how many people have been, you know, hospitalized, or if I want to, if I want to look at that. I can look at the CDC sites, know CDC. what I should be doing, washing my hands six yeah. foot, six feet apart, you know, don't uh, touch my face. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there's just some really easy guidelines without the drama, I guess yes. is what I'm trying to say. So social media helps us and sometimes it doesn't help us. Mm -hmm. We have to decipher what's real and what's not. But let's talk a little bit. I'm going to shift a little bit Go gears ahead. here and say, all right, we're in this. It looks like we're kind of at the top, maybe about ready to go down on that curve that the president talks about. Mm -hmm. When do you see our community starting to open up and what does that look like in your eyes? Well, one of the pieces, and we watch very closely, like you said, on the real outlets of Johns Hopkins, CDC, going straight to the federal and state resources. And so this morning, of course, the president said, we are reaching out to every sector talking to them about what it should look like, what it can look like as we reopen our economy. Mm -hmm. And so that is by far the best approach. Let's bring everyone to the table. Let's troubleshoot these ideas. What could go wrong? What are the best avenues? What can work? Are we ready on the medical side? Should we see another uptick? Because once you see everyone come out again, mm -hmm. of course it they could. speculate that there sure. may be another uptick. And looking at those pieces, I've often, as we've been out in the district, people have said, life will never be the same. Mm -hmm. And it's probably true because we've learned a lot during this process, you know, good things and bad things. Hindsight's 2020. People mm -hmm. spend a lot of time on what did we do wrong? But the reality is, what did we do wrong that we can learn from? And let's focus the majority of our energy on where are we going to go? How do we make sure we land on our feet when we come out of this? And so what is it going to look like? I'm not sure. I know that people will probably be very cautious mm -hmm. as they venture out. I know that in this district, from what I've seen, we're not going to change. We're going to keep taking care of our people mm -hmm. and helping them and finding ways. And we will continue to pivot of, you know, how can we help on this front? How can we help on this front? And we will come together even stronger going forward as we reopen Prescott and Prescott Valley and Chino and Paulden. I noticed today when we were driving down here, um, and from the hospital this morning that there's a lot of people out, mm -hmm. you know, people are getting back mm -hmm. out. You're seeing, um, people relax mm -hmm. from what you did before. Mm -hmm. And it's about being smart mm -hmm. of, are we following the guidelines? Are we listening to the experts? Are we trusting that we have good leadership? Are we making sure we vote good leadership? Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, out of all this, we realize how important it is to have good leadership. And so, I think it'll be a slow reemergence, mm -hmm. but a very strong one mm -hmm. because we are smart. We are very dialed in on what like we learned a lot uh, yes. during this time and it will be different. Will it ever go back to normal? I, what is normal, I guess will be the question, right. but, um, will we be in big crowded arenas? I, I think maybe eventually, but we'll be a little bit smarter than what we were to begin with. Um, I see cold and flu season being affected a lot. If we keep on going the way we're, you know, we've learned a lot. Like I said, yes. this is a learning curve that a lot of us uh, have, uh, you know, been aware of in the past, but maybe not so many others. Right. So uh, it, it will be different. It'll be slow. And I think the biggest thing I'd like to 
just pass on it, well, if somebody's listening to me, <laughs> believe it or not, is whatever happens, don't panic. Let, let's no. not have any more the going to the grocery mm -hmm. stores. The food supply is there. It's, it, it's going to be okay. We're going to, with, there's no issues in food and, and the supply line. Um, I worked in the grocery business for many, many, many years and I've talked to people in the business. It, there's not a problem. Farmers are still farming. Yeah. The chickens are still laying eggs. The cows are milking, getting milked. I mean, so stop the panic. Take it, yes. you know, of course, buy you know, a week's worth of groceries, maybe not so many trips, but, um, and, and, and let, the natural progression of us getting back to our regular routines. Mm -hmm. But I know a lot of people are antsy, I agree. You know, I still see a lot of, you know, different times. I drive down Highway 69, I'm like, wow, this is like it was when I moved here. But, right. Right. but, <laughs> but you know, um, uh, it, it'll, it'll come back. And I see a little bit more people moving around wherever they're going. Um, when we talk about essential people, I, uh, you know, workers, I, I want to put the word out, we're all essential. You know, and, and it's not anybody should criticize anybody for what they're doing. If, they're, if they feel that it's important that they go to the grocery store, go to get a, a Scooter's coffee, stop saying, why are you out? You be know, smart about I, be, just be smart about it. You know, st keep that social distance. Yeah. We're going to come through on the other, the other end of this thing. And um, again, I just can't reiterate, we're going to be stronger. Oh, yeah. We're going to be better. I think we'll see some behaviors change. I noticed that... Um, that I saw somebody put out on Facebook, what are you doing with your $1,200 stimulus check mm. or what do you plan to do with it if you haven't received it yet? And so at the end of that, I called the woman that had posted it and I said, okay, you've read all of these, give me the summation. And she said, it was very surprising, but overwhelmingly people were planning on paying off credit card debt mm -hmm. or they were going to save it. Good, responsible. Very very. Um, and it may be the opposite of what the government intended of go out and spend this, this mm -hmm. economic stimulus. But I think these behaviors of people are smart. They know what they need to do. Mm -hmm. They're taking care of what they need to do. And so I think some of those behaviors we'll see of let's get our feet back under us and keep going. Sure. Um, and every industry has been hit. You know, mm -hmm. one of the areas when this all happened, I called all of our, our contacts throughout the district and I said, Hey, how are you doing? How's your community doing? Whether they were a mayor, an industry leader, and said, what, what's going on? And I called down to Yuma. And in Yuma, of course, it's a $3.3 billion agricultural industry. And mm -hmm. I thought, I bet you're booming because sure. <laughs> everyone's <laughs> buying food right now, right? right? And they said, we have been hit unbelievably hard. And I said, how? Are major, some of our major buyers, schools, mm -hmm. restaurants? Mm -hmm. Yes. And so I think it's very easy to make assumptions or judgments about, well, they're not hit or they might be hit. Let's have these open conversations. You know, yeah. what's going on? Yeah. How can we help? What are we going to do? Whether it's education, food supply, helping our seniors, helping our, our families that have small businesses, helping small business owners, you know, keep these conversations going because we've learned a valuable lesson about community yeah. and how important we are to mm -hmm. one another um, and looking outside ourselves. And I, to me, it's like you said, it's so heartwarming to see when someone says, hey, I need this. Yeah. Um, hey, you know, these, these folks down here don't have a mask and all mm -hmm. these amazing seamstresses that are sewing these yeah. beautiful yeah. masks that yeah. are saying, we'll drop some off to you. We have them. We're ready. You yeah. know, we have these networks of yeah. hundreds of people now. So we are going to come out stronger. Yeah. Life is good, yeah. um, even in the darkest times. And 
Keep that positive thought. We're a community. Yeah, yeah. It's Arizona. It's America. Movement. Yeah, yes. exactly. Well, I really don't have any more questions for you. That's so all right. I really appreciate you coming out. Thank and, you for having and me. And sitting down at the table and, and talking about that. It's been a very interesting conversation. Uh, last couple minutes, would you like to... Yes, absolutely. Talk to the folks. Go ahead. You've heard me talk a lot already, so I appreciate you watching today. I know this wasn't very politically driven. We didn't talk a lot yeah. about legislation or policy, but right now, of course, it's all about how do we take care of Arizona? How do we take care of our communities, our nation as, as a whole? And so I want to thank all of you because when I look at social media and I read what you're doing, it inspires me and it inspires my campaign team. Uh, right now is the time for all of us to come together, to do what we can, to say a positive word, to get out and volunteer, whatever it can be, because that's who we are at the core. This is us in Arizona. This is us as Americans. And to keep that positive attitude, that's who we are. We're going to come out on the other side of this and come out stronger. So please, if you haven't connected with me yet, if you want to know more about our team, if you want to join my team in what we're doing, if you want to know where I stand on policy, totally separate from COVID, you can visit my website, www.annemarieforcongress.com. You can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. You can call our office, however you consume your information. I've been on the phone with a lot of people. I'm happy to talk to you. Normally I invite you for a cup of coffee, but right now it would be like <laughs> yeah. this and they wouldn't let us sit down anywhere. Um, but when this is all over, please don't ever hesitate to reach out. I'm doing this because I care about you. I care about our community. I'm from here. This is who we are. And, and we're going to uh, bring back the representation to we the people. And we're going to finally get back on the gun range, right? Yes, and, finally. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it and you're a gun buff, Glenn and I were talking in advance. We just put out a, uh, a new ad of me shooting a 50 cal off yeah. of uh, my husband's up-armored Humvee. So if you're a gun buff, check that one out. <laughs> yeah. You'll like it. <laughs> and and I, I kid Anne-Marie because we do we share the well-armed women and she's part yeah. of the well-armed women so there's a lot of a lot of learning that goes on there too so it, yeah it's, it's always fun it's a good time that. that that the ladies get together mm -hmm. and they learn how to protect themselves and their families so uh -huh. good job by you thanks so, for having me Glenn. oh thank you Anne Marie we, we appreciate it and I know you'll be back and we will get back in those yes, policies absolutely that's gonna happen trust me folks you know it was, I was telling her today we've kind of shifted a whole lot from the political yeah. arena to what we can do for our community. And that's what we're all about, our community. Exactly. So with that, Prescott, thank you so much for watching. I want you to keep an uh, eye out. We did do a video yesterday out at Compass Shooting Range. So that will be coming out in the next few days about gun safety for all you newbies out there, especially if you have uh, somebody that you know who's just bought a firearm, by all means, let them watch the show and kind of give them an idea of what they, what, what they have as... John Stankowitz says that rattlesnake in the box. So um, uh, watch that and look forward to it. Thank you so much to our prior serving and current serving military for giving us the opportunity that we can sit down and talk about yeah. this. And we appreciate your service, our law enforcement firefighters. Thank you guys and gals for keeping our streets safe, our healthcare workers. I can go on and on and on, our food workers, our truck drivers, yes. our trash truck drivers, people we don't usually recognize, our mail carriers, y'all. Yeah. We're all essential, and we want you to remember that. And if you need help, please reach out. With that, thank you, Prescott. We'll see you next time.